Good evening. Thanks for joining us for Taboo Season 1, Episode 7. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I know you guys missed me, though. I know you did. I know it's real. It's okay. Here's the I'm like I'm a savage. I have no heart. That's okay. We have no heart. I missed heart. your music choices. That's about I it. I played this because you guys played the softest song for Dude, Valentine's Stevie Day. Dude, Stevie Wonder, man. It's cool. Stevie Wonder. Right. I gotta psych this. Why? I think he was Rick singing along. You I guys, did choose it. He did. He sang Valentine's Day. He turned up to the song like he was singing it, which, uh-huh. by the way, you actually have a pretty decent voice. That's right. Don't, don't tell people that. That's, how, that's how they voice. go on American Idol and embarrass themselves. Rick, I love you. No, I won't, I won't, I won't go on that show. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight, guys. Uh, we missed you last week. I missed me too. But I missed the show. But you guys did an excellent job. Oh, thank you. There were a couple things you missed. I'm doing my own. Oh, there's a couple things. There's a couple things you missed. It's cool. You could cut me off. We're human. Abigail Fair, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) And we missed you guys during the week that we were away from you. Um, That was called a segue. That was a segue. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Abigail Fair, and you can follow me on all social media at Abigail Fair. And I'm Olivia Gabri. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, the real OG. I'm the bathrobe heartthrob at I am Tehran all across the social atmosphere. You already know what it is. No heart. No heart. <laughs> Oh oh, okay, well, so if, he's the, if he's the bathroom heartthrob, then I'm the Yum. Black Jacket Master. And you can find me on all social media at Rick Hong. <laughs> the Black Jacket Master? The Black Jacket Master. We're, we're all in a dark mood. No, we all are. We're all in a dark mood today. We're, we're coordinated. I wasn't going to wear the jacket, but it's I figured everybody else was wearing something finest. black. So. You know what? I actually. We're feeling, I think the, the episode makes us feel a little dark. You know. I actually really like the episode. Something we haven't talked about is the what? costumes we're in. We're in our funeral attire. The clothes. Uh, the clothes in the show. People, it's actually periodic and dark, but I actually really like the way people dress, even though it looks like no one washes their clothes ever. No, but even <laughs> even as much that's that you point that out, even the detail like on Helga's fingertips, like everything's so detail oriented and dirty. Ooh. I mean, that takes a lot of effort to do. It's things their fingernails aren't of. dirty. Like yeah. they have to literally go person by person and dirty their fingernails up and do all the makeup on it. I mean, that's very time oriented task. It, it does seem I don't know. Tehran wakes up like that. We gotta clean him up before we go on camera so it's like the opposite. You know what? How, you know how I wake up. But oh. You wish player. I knew how you woke oh. up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What? Do you like pizza? Uh, so what kind of pizza? <laughs> so the thing is the, the, costume, the costumes are actually very detailed and I don't think we've even touched on the period and timepiece of how they're dressed, how it looks, because the set design is something we o- often overlook as as consumers and and audience members, but visually, the show is impeccable, and it actually reminds me of L.A. right now, because it's I, I, I don't know what happened, but I swear, I swear it doesn't make a band the sun, too, because it's been raining ever since Like uh, he took We're office. Weeping. I don't know what's going on right now, but, but you've I'm not weeping right? at all. I'm not, it's not even a not even about that, but it's just really gloomy in California, and it's usually sunny. And I've been noticing things like as if I live in the world of taboo. It's been dark, yeah. A uh, question: Do you wear robes to funerals? <laughs> you know, I have you ever? I've been. Would you consider it? I, I'm no. actually a very respectful person. I don't know why okay. I would 
I would dress for the occasion. I do wear robes in my everyday life simply because I prefer to be comfortable. The way you guys wish you were beautiful, I just wish Aww. I was comfortable. Oh, dude, they are beautiful, we man. Saw, I do think they're beautiful. We, uh, we saw a competitor of yours out in the streets. I heard, I heard you. I, I saw. Yeah, I heard cute. on the last episode you guys oh. saw a bathrobe. But he wasn't a heartthrob, so it's not the same. <laughs> but he wasn't. But touching on the concept of taboo with the clothing, I would like to know, as much as they touch on how people are dressed well or not, and one time, uh, what's the scientist's name? Chomley? Is that his name? No, wait. No. Chomley. Chomley, Chomley yeah. Chomley? Yes, the so chemist. Rick's the chemist. The king, the chemist? like a master. Chemist. So the, when Chomley comes in, he looks like the Mad Hatter with the yeah. hat and everything, and he takes it off. I would love to know, I would love to know where they specifically got the inspiration for this. Is this actually authentic pieces of 18th century clothing, or is this more a visionary of one of the artistic directors? No, I think it's accurate. There's a lot of things that are accurate about the show. Why would they stop at the clothing? Wait, hey, what'd you you think of the mask? I I thought it was... Awe inspiring. I, I like it a lot. <laughs> all right, well, now that we're all caught up and we've had our little talk, um, let's jump into like the order of things. Uh, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well, considering your... that it's going to be nominated for an award in this category. Right. Oh, did you read that on the recap? Uh, no, actually. Oh, okay. The recap is just a simply like a cliff note version of what goes on. Oh, we're going right so back to like, episode three. All right, so let's... it just recaps the points. So that we can be able to touch on each and every point on you, what's on you the show. You brought that up so you could just salt that little. <laughs> no, no, no. You I don't know. We didn't gonna, know. I didn't know if it's going to be. Oh. I'm assuming. No, I don't uh, think awards. so. I this thought is, you were I like matter of fact. Year. No, no, no. No, he did. He did say actually. We'll talk about it here for now. I would be surprised. We love you. I would be surprised if it. Winter's real. Yes. Yes. Physically. Yeah. I'm sorry that we didn't know that winter was real. They did no, that on no, purpose. No, no, it was just don't, 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 We did not know that she was real. We were playing both I sides mean, I of really it. didn't think that she was, and I'm very okay. surprised <laughs> that she talk for I, also, I really didn't think that she was alive. I also didn't think that... I also gave in to the fact that she could be a figure <laughs> of his... <laughs> of, of Delaney's mental state, emotional state, psyche, a mystical person, and still, even with the death, it's not like... The winter we know is the winter that was presented to us, and no. that's also the one that is currently dead. She just show. always appeared at such bizarre times, like out of thin air. She represented a lot. And she still popped up. She later. still popped up. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it's not. It's not like we're like completely. Like, I think she's one of the either. stronger characters in the whole thing, even though she, that there's not much really that she's necessarily saying. She's bringing a lot out of people, and so I think that both physically she actually is real but I think also we touched on both sides and how they could play off of each Mm -hmm. other of her as a real person and then also what she brings out not as a real person or as a spirit or as just an emotion or as an inner conscious thought you know there are a lot of aspects of it they could all be one. No, and I still liked Olivia's theory on what it was episode two or three with the kids and everything. Like at that point, when she yeah. said that, I was like, yeah, I could absolutely see how it just, you know, it's a figment and how children see what they want to see or whatever. So, well, there is a mystical element to the show, and it's not like Winter's character being so ambiguous wasn't done intentionally. Clearly, right. it's an intentional way to keep us and suspend our disbelief. So, even 
right now, who we think Winter is may not be why, how she disappeared on the water, how she appears out of thin air, how his classic go away Winter, and even when they speak of Winter, it's very vague now. Right. Well, even There's when no Lorna direct. approached James um, at the funeral and she was like, you actually have a heart, and he was like, no, I don't. Like, you know, he's still trying to play that off, even though you can tell that deep down in his soul, like, he really felt some type of way. And so I think another aspect of the writing is to keep us just jumping. Do we like James? Do we not like James? Is he really, does he have human qualities or is he just a, a demon? Like, you know, there's a lot of that kind of vibe going on throughout the whole thing. So really you can't just keep one opinion the well, whole time. Well, he's still kind of a dickhead to his own son, which is... Well, well, but... Yeah, but, but he gave him the key. Not acknowledging he him gave at him all. the key, which he did for so for many selfish years. Per- but okay, so he's he but he was also gone. But, but you know what? He was also Africa. gone for a lot of years. Yeah, he, he has like no real relationship with the kid yet. But I think and he's, he's building he's that. He's slowly forming one at yeah, his he's pace. Slowly, I mean, did he even know that he had a son? One yes, yes, because he came back and went right away to visit him. And, and you know, he was very aware of this this person. James existence. isn't like a social butterfly. It's not like he's just going to walk up and start shooting the shit with someone. So I think on his level, he's he is moving to make a relationship. And again, like we talked about last week, it could be a relationship simply for his own well being. Does Robert know that Delaney's his father? He has not come out and said it, okay. but it's just been implied. So actually, my friend Esau has a very funny joke where he talks about how he found out that his stepfather is his actual father. And so he's like, all those days that I sat on the steps waiting for you to come and you never did, you were already here. Uh, and that's the that's the concept of the joke. The punchline wait, is... Wait, did he really have a stepfather? It's a punchline. Okay. It's a punchline to a joke. So okay. the concept is with Robert... The person who is blatantly called a bastard throughout this period, because in that time period, that's what he would be known as, has a father. And that father is actually in his life. He just isn't aware of it. Or at least we don't think I he think is. I think that he's aware. He's not vocally aware of it, but... Because he has that Delaney quality where he keeps things to himself as well. Right. They have a lot of similarities. So I think, too, that I think Robert understands how James is trying to kind of... They had like a weird exchange when he said, you know, he gave him the key, it's like and, and he's just, playing. Yeah. He's kind of playing with it, like yeah, and he's like following and it, and like yeah. honestly, it was kind of cute when he was first doing that. Though, like um, Robert's response time was kind of slow in the beginning. I'm like, what are you doing right now? But then it caught up, and it was all great. I thought he was slow for a second. Well, because no, I mean, really? James, because James Delaney is still a scary guy. He's, a, he's so intimidating. You don't know he's an intimidating that. guy. Yeah. I think he intimidates Robert, but I think they have this this mutual understanding that's non spoken. Obviously, they're blood. The well, only Robert person who was him no matter what. Right. The only person who wasn't afraid of Delaney was Winter. Yeah. Until the end, and then she yeah. ended up dead. But. <clears throat> um. So then we are uh, well. Oh, and then Helga at the at the funeral thinks that James did it. So she's like over James. She and that ends up coming well, it's set up to look like James did it. I mean, I'm not, James even is us. known to eat flesh. Yeah, but again, like did you do you picture him killing a child? Do I or picture James no doing reason. a lot of things that he's doing? Do I think do I picture him having his own son be around gunpowder that could explode at any minute and kill everyone in the building? Probably not, but, but he doesn't James have a relation. Okay. Has and even he admits that you don't know if I did it or not. 
But I think he doesn't know if he did it or not. In that state, exactly. So since he's not aware if he did or not, do I see him doing it? And a drunken stupor, at this point, the James Delaney that we have been introduced to is capable of anything. And we've talked about it. He's savage. He's a savage. And we keep wanting him to have a heart. See, but I still don't agree with you guys. He's a savage. He has no heart. He is a he is not a I just think that everything he does is calculated and has a purpose. And, and that would not serve well, any purpose. Is it really although, like although now, it's a li- well, in this episode, his agenda is different. It is very it different. Ch- it just changed. It just changed in this because episode. Because he's been pressed Episodes. to the point where he really needs to, like, everything needs to be exact. But whether his past agenda or his current agenda, how would... Winter dead benefit him in any way. I agree with you. Uh, he was drunk, yeah, correct? Just shit faced. I have a question. You, uh, yeah, you're, you're girls, you sh- have you ever done anything when you were drunk when you might not have done when you not were murdered sober? somebody? No. No. Sure, but have you ever caught oh. a body? <laughs> no. Exactly. So I don't know what you're talking about. Sex. So here's the thing about James. When James when James does things in a drunken stupor, and once again, we clearly just, as an audience, we always looking for the good in in our I'm not looking for the good. I'm just looking at his track record, and his track record, he's never done anything unintentionally, like, without... Unintentionally. Provocation. Exactly. Yeah, and well, and he's never done anything without a reason, and he's never hurt anyone who didn't necessarily deserve it. Everyone that he's... Whether he mutilated them or not, they still did something wrong. He psychologically hurts everyone around him, and none of them deserve it. Well, see, again, I think I'm going to disagree with you on that. Do we, should we just jump to that? Should we just jump to his sister? Since we're already on to Zilpha. So we jumped jumped to Zilpha coming to him. Well, this is this is where I think his his agenda changed. But see, this is where I like him. It's like he's a boss. He's controlling everything. He's a boss. He's he's he is. And I'm sorry. That's a boss move. Oh, you know what though? No, you know what? When every time I said that that was messed up, that they were doing it, no one wanted to say that Zilpha's dirty little slut. But but James does it. That's because. And then and then now you're criticizing. Oh, holding James as the older. How much older is he? Again, we don't know. We hold him accountable. And here's the thing: if James is. So are we going to hold him older accountable for the fact that Zilpha, Zilpha on her own... Is significantly older than Zilpha. We don't know that. We do know that How he's do at know? least 10 years older. How do we know that? Because of the time period of the wife. So when the wife because came after... I mean, Zilpha's mom didn't exist until James was already a certain age. Until he do was we know what age in, that was? In, he was already in grade school, so we're going to assume... Grade schools like second grade? Sure, so he was seven. That's a big difference. Let's say he was seven years old, and I'm 20 and she's 13. Is that okay? Because that's the that's the difference. He I'm wasn't 21 20. and he's four. We we don't know. It doesn't matter. He's back, older. Uh, hey, but back in the I day, I think at 13, I still know that I shouldn't fuck my 20 year old brother. Well, no, Not, no, no, no. But back in the day, that, you're assuming I'm that assuming based on it? your no. your experience no. today. I think that you're being just no. I think that sometimes society likes to. Absolve young children of not children. Stop cr- calling her a child. She's not child. She's not a child right now. When she's she walked, not a child, she, when but she she's wa- damaged mm-hmm. now. She has become damaged. This is a person who's clearly a victim. I'm not saying okay. that she's not a victim. I'm not saying that she's not damaged. No matter how damaged you are, you still know that it's not right. That's that sounds very interesting. So you're However, telling me so that's, I, it's I like a wife. That, it's like someone that's abused. Okay, 100%. so their husband I, beats them. And so and do they we say, stay well, there. you stay there, so it's your fault. Well, we have to go back and look. And I, and when I was, I was, I used to do counseling for rape victims, and a lot of rape victims fall into a pathology of sexuality and looking for affection through sex. Right. And at some point, it goes back to the rape, not because they're 
What'd you I, call him? Dirty little slut? I didn't say... Um, for fucking your brother, yeah. Yeah, because she was a kid. Okay, again, we don't have proof of that. So you're just assuming that she was 13. It was before he left to Africa, correct? We do know that for yeah. a fact. Okay. So being that he left to Africa after he graduated from his high school, okay. right? So we can start making bases of assumptions based on... It's it's not just wild Again, but you don't know when the wife... You don't know how old James was when the mom was... When the mom was killed, you don't know. Given that he states in the in the series that he st- states that he was in grade school when the new wife comes about, and that when the new wife comes about, so we don't know how quickly she got pregnant. We don't know where in grade day. school he was. And let's say he was six years old. Six years old. I'll give you six. That's fine. I'm eighteen. She's twelve. Mm, I'm not. I mean, did did seniors date freshmen when you were in high school? Uh, seniors didn't date sixth graders. Five years difference. It's five years. That's I'm just saying. Four years. Mm, no, not if you're on the higher end of. Sure. The, I mean, I'm you're making saying, a lot of hypotheticals I'm, in order so to you. justify. So are you? I'm not. I'm actually going based no, on the averages of everything. If averagely, if if you take an average consensus okay, anyway, of what his age was and what he what did, I'm going to get stuck on something that's zone, not important. It is important because <laughs> the whole it was important series like five is based around this. The whole right. It is, but based about around this concept is do we accept this or not and at this point she has taken a lot of abuse from and because of James. Okay, fair to say I agree and I think that he he knows that and he knows that she is a victim of his and he uses it to his advantage and now he's done with her. her in order to have her kill her husband, and now that she's done the deed, he has no use for her anymore. But he, but see, it's where it changed those because he wanted his whole goal was to go to, to America to be with her, and she because he had that no. spooky premonition, now he's like, no, we're not, we're not to be together. Or maybe because like now he knows that she's a murderer for some weird reason, he, like that also like spooks him out too to be like you're tainted for some weird reason. So I mean, but his agenda is different. Uh, yeah, and I'm not saying changed. it's cut and dry. I'm just saying that I think we need to stop saying that all of it's James' fault. So you don't think that he had any psychological issues growing up? I think he may have had a lot. So of we're not. So we're not going to take that into consideration as I'm well. I'm taking into consideration the fact that when it comes to Zilpha, he's the he's the catalyst in all of her pain. Her oh, her husband wasn't. Well, it's, uh, her husband are you could have been a, bi- a byproduct of saying, the okay. of I'm this, just saying, we can't influence. put everything on James. Well, for her, she's also, I mean, in some version, like I would say, she's a little bit of a gold digger. Like, she wanted a certain status. That guy had the status. She wanted, they keep bringing up, like, China. Not, not, not in terms of, like, the country, but I think, like, fine <laughs> China. You know, so, like, she knew, she knew that she, like, you know, she didn't have to reciprocate, but that she, like, this is where I want my status to be in what? society. She's a confused, so. well, she's a confused, tampered individual. Now. I'm not saying that she's not. I'm just saying that to put it all on James is like not realistic at all. That's all. Agree to disagree. Anyway, let's uh, talk about the scene. Let's, let's talk about the scene. Or the <laughs> the one between him and well, the, between him and his sister. Let's just talk about it. Like in terms of just <clears throat> let's move forward. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Um. Well, I was gonna go back to where George comes in to play. I mean, do we want? I, do we really want to talk about Zilpha anymore? No, I don't. James gives her another diamond, says that's for you being a widow, and <laughs> sends her on her way, basically. And then she just sits there. And actually, when she was sitting there very calmly, I was, I was, she's, she was like desperate. She didn't know what to do. Well, because she's, she's so stuck, used to being like told so, what to yeah, do. Yeah, someone's always to superior write. to her, and now she has no one to answer to. She killed the person that was in control of her, and the person that she planned to run to no longer serves her. So she has nobody. And she doesn't really serve him a purpose either. But she got two diamonds. 
but she has two stolen diamonds <laughs> that we <laughs> find we out find from that. George yes. <laughs> um, when he came to James. And he basically... Wait a second. Do you think that he cut Zilpha loose on purpose, like, for a reason? I think he knows to it. save her in some type of way? He Maybe. Got sp- he got spooked out, though. I mean, he was you having sex with her, and he got spooked out. I don't want to talk out. about Zilpha anymore, Olivia. I'm just saying... Oh, it's because you <laughs> just re- reiterated what you said point. 12 great, times. It's right. like, that is a great we got opinion. it when you said it the first time. And the second, and the third, and the fourth, that's and the twelfth, and the fifteenth. Okay, well, work. we got like twenty guys, minutes you know to what? talk about the rest Let of the us show. Know what you think in the comments below? Yeah, I whatever. Love I'll probably yeah. suck it off in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Listen, the thing is, it, it really anyway, comes down to the concept of that's a great point that you brought up. Maybe he cut her loose because for he loves her, her own benefit. Yep. Awesome. It didn't come off that way, but that's a, a viable possibility. possibility. Anything's possible. Right. So we find out that James was the one who nailed um, the door closed on the sinking ship. And um, basically he's the only surviving, not basically, he is the only surviving that we find out, right. person from this shipwreck. Um, we also find out that he started, he was brought to uh, that port as a slave, and then he ended up... Becoming a slave trader and also stole diamonds from other slave traders. And um, George needs James to. How did George find all this out? Is something George is right? George, like, how did he just walk in? Yes, I believe. Who is this guy? How does he get this much information? Mm-mm. I love seeing him as a freed black person being almost. It's not even like a form of respect. But it's a form, at least they're mimicking respect for him. And there is a fear of him right. and his actions. Well, and How strong is his lobby? Right. Where he's able to speak to white men freely like that, and that's you know when he was right when he was sitting there at the end waiting with the um with the nail on the papers, and he's just sitting there. That thought crossed my mind. I was like, he must be, he must have some very powerful people behind him. The fact that no one's coming after him when he's making these accusations and and trying to prove all this, like the guy and um Sir Stewart thought he was a caddy. And the way he held his own there it's was funny like funny because there was a bl- there was a black caddy right, right behind. And the way he just well go make your shot and then we'll talk. And he just his character I really appreciate. I, I enjoy how educated he is, how he is in the know, mm-hmm. how he's able to use words to manipulate responses the way he wants. It's a th- it's almost a nod to people like Thurgood Marshall and other extremely educated founding founding prominent black members of what we call now modern new black which I appreciate very much myself so it's interesting watching him work the room because he's really working the room he sits down with James Delaney who's a notorious murderer and he knows for a fact is a murderer and he holds his own as if there's nothing with calm and etiquette I'm like, do I need to come back later? You're and, wasted. And one of the pearls that was dropped was when James Delaney asks him, so what are you? And he's, I'm a rational man. And he's like, you're doing this for the crown? No, I'm doing this for, for justice. justice. And he goes, right. if you're a rational man, you, you wouldn't believe in justice. No rational man basically believes in justice. And that's right. a pearl. That's a pearl that was dropped within this episode. This was actually one of my favorite episodes. It was, it was, a, really it was a really good episode. episode. And there wasn't as much hocus pocus in this episode. It was it well, was an actual episode. He was tying up, you know, like a lot of his 
loose ends. Well, and so George sense of a lot. he offers a, a pardon to James if he acts and and cooperates the story about how Sir Stuart was the one who started this whole thing. He put the slaves on the ship to send to his brother in Antigua who had the sugar plantation and then James said, "Well, I have an alternative suggestion." And then I think we're <laughs> so good. And we're I think we're slowly finding out what that alternative suggestion is. In the in the uh, understanding that sugarcane slavery is the worst form of slavery in Antigua in Haiti, it's the worst. So it in America we apart. had exactly yeah it's like so, I mean trying to break those in the United yeah. States we had cotton right. slavery which is atrocious tobacco which was a big one especially of crops in Virginia North Carolina South Carolina but when it comes to sugar that was that it's one of the worst jobs even still but it it hardened a lot of slaves. And so it's very interesting. To own a sugar plantation, you were one of the worst people. Right. You were one of the worst people. And we all love sugar, but just to own that plantation and the harshness of those plantations is known. And for Strange's brother to be the owner and plantation owner of of a sugar cane plantation is very telling of the kind of people or stock that they are from. Yeah, scumbags. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so then through the rest of the episode, we find James pretty much preparing for prison and plotting out how he's going to do everything. And Helga, he knows is going to go to the company. He knows she's going to turn on him after um, Winter died. And he he tells um, Atticus that he knows this is going to happen because Atticus, she's going to turn on me. And he, I know. So Helga does turn on him, and it ends up actually kind of turning on Helga as as well, because she thought she was just going to walk in there, say he did it, and then she's just going to go on her way, collect maybe some money, and actually she ends up going to prison to be held until all all of it can be figured out. Um, Well, they did that for her protection. It's kind of, it's kind of, well, yeah, she it's was two, her protection. two ways, yeah, right. For a little bit of protection, protection, a little bit of like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Now you're screwed, you just screwed yourself. But yeah, they're I not doing it to, pro- mm, feel like that was for a their protection. James did that as well. The same way you felt it could be for Zilpha, I feel like James did a similar move for Helga when he allowed her to be held in protective custody. It keeps her out of harm's well, way. Well, they also said that she, I mean, they, they when they were talking about her waiting for the pardon, the way they said it, too, was, like, if she even gets pardoned, she might not for turning him in. So, again... Because she'll serve her purpose. And if, right. we, like if we think of a do. kind James, I, as we've been trying to give him credit for, especially you guys... I never said I was trying to give him credit for being kind. Sure, you're always seeing him as a person with a heart. No, I'm just saying that I think that all Zilpha's issues aren't just because of James. Okay, but in the beginning, even towards Robert and towards Winter, you saw him as a person with a heart. So if we're we're giving him that characteristic to any degree, I believe he understands Helga's motives Mm -hmm. because he foreseeably allowed them to happen. And... It may be in her best interest as well for this to play out this way. And I love when Strange uses the chess analogy to describe when their next move is going to be because this does play out like chess. We've been watching James play chess the entirety of the time, and it's great to see that being acknowledged. Other than his ship being blown up. That's like the one thing where it's like... He was caught off guard by that. That was not a... 
that was not something he was expecting at all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he was drunk. Well, and then when Helga goes um, to the company and says this, uh, Sir Stewart is elated, and I don't think he really knows exactly what's coming his way either, and so he goes to talk to um, the Crown and basically say, you can have the land, I just want a monopoly on the tea trade. I had to look up otter pelt and see why yeah. it's so important. So important. Well, I think it's, it's like, is, who wants otter pelt? Otter pelt is for, like the skin for the of people the from Nootka, though, isn't it? For Nootka, and That's, because of the weather, okay. but it's also important for trade in general. But I had to look it up because I was like, how important is this otter pelt? Does it keep talking about willing it? to? All of this is happening for otter for pelt. Some otter pelt. <laughs> and, and, and it's just an opium the foundation. And, yeah, they, yeah, they listed off a lot of different things tonight. Opium and tea and gunpowder. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and now with with James being charged for treason, uh, his whole house is technically now corrupted. So they they don't think that they're gonna have to worry about anything. Uh, and then from that point, James goes to get Godfrey, and Godfrey is with this situation. James basically has to play the friend card, I think, with Godfrey a little. He calls him God. Uh, God what is he called? Godfrey? Friend or card. God- it's like he knows that Godfrey has has feelings for him, so he's using it to his advantage. And, well, and, and like, also you go on the ship, no one will judge you, there's no, you know, you just need to, you just need to write down what you I mean, heard. he's just comforting him. Yeah. Because he knows that his life and is I think he's line. manipulating him to get what he well, wants. I mean, manipulating him, but, like, obviously so. He's emotionally... Do you think he really fully. fully is emotionally detached, though, from him? Or do you think that he does have some sort of an emotional attachment to Godfrey? No, I, I don't think so. I do not think not he none? has. He just plays his plays his. So you think he's completely sociopathic? He I think that he's very much a sociopath. Okay. Not completely, because I've seen what mimics kindness at times. I don't want to believe that he's so against everyone around him. I don't want to believe that because he is the protagonist and as far as we understand the hero of this story. But in every way he is the anti-hero. We just really like him because who Tom Hardy plays and Delaney's a interesting character, but let's not by all means it's not someone you're inviting over to hang out with you and your family. He is a, a bad person who has done extremely bad things even in the capacity of I.I. Captain following orders. <laughs> okay. I mean, Godfrey's like a weak character. Well, you know, he is. Yeah. yeah, he's a weak yeah. character. And so, so Godfrey, Godfrey agrees. Godfrey agrees, and James gives him instructions to go to Atticus, and he'll be safe. He's another Zilpha, in a way. Mm-hmm. It's Zilpha, except they're not related, and they haven't had sex yet. But he has, he answers. <laughs> that we know so of. So James <laughs> gets arrested, and... He is beaten, tortured, waterboarded. He still will not give any names, except for Sir Stewart's name. And that I don't know. I expected that. Did you guys not? Did you expect anything other? I, knew he I was. I, I was not concerned when he went to oh, prison. Were you guys? And well, the whole thing is, is uh, for you guys, you know, like listening and watching. Um, Abby didn't get to see his ass. I didn't. <laughs> I actually was surprised when he said Sir Stewart's it. name. Well, because he wanted to speak with him. Yeah. To speak with him, yes, but the way he set it up, it just seems that James Delaney would be the number one person to be like, snitches get stitches, you know? So it's just, <laughs> and that, and that looks like it's that's, that's his mantra. He values silence on all the chords, but then we see him set set the path for Godfrey 
to mm-hmm. tell and then have this need this desire to have the one-on-one sure for his own demons i understand but he's implicating sir stewart which i think is the right thing clearly to do i just am in, interested in understanding you thought he was just gonna be a total going. badass and just take go down with everything yes hmm. no but he's setting no, because he's setting because this all up purposely to has, throw strange under the bus and he's a zilpha but with what does, sir stewart what does he want what does I think James I think Sir Stewart want? and the company fucked James up. Yeah, of course he did because that James feels guilty for this and we're gonna, ship situation. Which, not just the ship situation. I think a lot of other stuff happened. I mean, yeah, but that I think that that was a catalyst for the way that James is now. He's still haunted by it to this yeah, day. Yeah, but even before the ship situation, James came as a slave. So there's a lot of stuff that happened before that. He was enslaved which, when he, he got there. Strange for no, right? That's what I'm saying. Though yeah. is that that the way everyone's blaming James for Zilpha, James could potentially blame all of his issues on Sir Stewart. So I totally see him calling his name. He wants to meet with him. He, he, has a, the he has a purpose for him. That's how the whole the, or a use for you. That's how the whole episode ends. And we're gonna see that chess piece reveal itself in the finale next week. Which I'm super excited for, but I—I th- I mean, I—I I expected that. Well, I expected it because he's setting—he's setting this up according to Sir Stewart. He's—he <laughs> willingly just sits there and knowing he's going to get arrested because he knows he has this Chichester thing in his back pocket, right? He knows that. Oh yeah, he's George totally, right. has Strange, because, and he's going down and for he, the shit. And and Strange doesn't know that all this. I mean, he's figured it out now at the end when they're trying to find Godfrey and they can't find him. Right. He's like, I'm literally shit out of luck. And then the prince is just like, send, give, give him what he wants. Give him what he wants. So then they meet, and then James is going to drop a bomb on him. He's right. going to drop a bomb on him. But also, uh, Stuart's in kind of a weird situation, too, because if he even makes any kind of a deal with James, like, he technically is part of treason. Because he's because he's making a deal with somebody who committed treason. Now, I mean, he's, how he could this that. be avoid, avoidable? Because <clears throat> the crown's aware of the treason. The crown's aware of it all. So, so the crown, I think, is thinking that they're just going to like throw both of them out of the way and, and take, take everything. everything. That's what I'm thinking. So I wonder what, what you- James has as leverage to hold on to everything. Because that has always occurred to me. It's not. There's more. There has to be more than Godfrey. The crown has nothing to lose with Godfrey. So what does James have on the crown? If I was the crown, I'd just be like, "You're going to jail. You're you're going to jail as well. We're taking what we need to take." So what is the leverage? What is James well, holding on to that we're not aware of yet, or not paying attention to yet? Yeah, because you know we saw uh, what Dumbarton, you know, and there were like you know he was like saying like certain people were fleeing. You know, he's just like by the time you know certain people show up, or by the time they're I, be I gone. yeah, by the time I give this information, they're going to be gone. But then you still have Dumbarton, who was just like, "Hey, I'm you know, red is red, white is white, blue is blue," and we still don't know in this episode what's up with uh, um, uh, who's the lady, who's the uh, I know Chamberlain, yeah. no, um, Carlsbad, Carlsbad, Carlsbad. yeah, you. yeah. What? How is she going to come back in this thing? Well, you we know? saw her burning her letters. No, that's right. That's right. Um, so I think that she's just trying to get out. Maybe. I, I don't think. I don't know if I personally don't think we're going to see her in the in the eighth episode. And I think. That, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was just kind of like okay, they're they're tying up those strings, like they're burning their letters situation. Because I don't think that there's there's not enough time I, to wrap everything up. 
with every with every single person. For all we know, the eighth episode is fourteen hours long. Uh, might be. <laughs> You're right. It might yeah, be like yeah, a two-hour yeah. finale, and I don't know. That's true. What um what do you guys want to see most? Well, concluded? we didn't speak about brace. We should. Hit. Oh, we did. Yes, yes. Or we did not. We need to speak about Brace. It was a kindness. Brace comes out kindness. to Lorna saying that, well, he and to James. Um, and he's kind of going mad, I think, from from guilt and, and sorrow. That but why now? Because he didn't kill James I along think, with him? I mean, him? he's just, he's watching his whole family unravel before his eyes. Well, and he, you know, he, he told James that he killed, I mean, James knew, I think, before he figured it out that, that Brace killed his father. But then Brace actually comes out and says it and... That's where, again, I, I think that he is not a sociopath completely because he's like, people are calling you in the kitchen. He just lets it just go. go. You know, and he's like, you did him a kindness, and he says it twice. And so it's like, I know he's doing it to guilt That's him. That's actually but a little more also, sociopathic because mm, he has a, a... Maybe I'm a sociopath. A, an unattachment to his father to the point where it's just nonchalant, like, But does, does he have an, a detachment I, from his father? I don't know. I'm not... Well, in the beginning, he was trying to figure out who killed him, so... I think he's a deeply troubled person, and I think that, yeah, on a certain level, Brace did do his father a a service. Because, I mean, because Brace knew that, dude, people were coming after his father. And you also see, So maybe it was more like, you know what, I'll put this guy at peace, and I'll just slowly poison him. Yeah, as opposed to, like, someone just, like, coming in and just, like, However, I wouldn't want someone mercy killing me. Like, I'm not saying it's okay, I'm just... Yet, where maybe someone would think that it was the right thing to do. And in horror, we clearly like Horace Delaney is not as good so far as, as we James think. Delaney is. Is the first Doctor Kevorkian? <laughs> and we're all sure. just trying to make. And it we right. also see too in that scene though, um, Robert getting more comfortable at the house. He's with Lorna. They're in the kitchen. It seems like a, a fairly normal. That's because Lorna's situation. making it very normal. Lorna accepted Robert to begin but with. But Robert even and makes that slip of the tongue where he goes, "Your boy Robert's here." Yeah, but also we see Robert speaking kind of a little more freely to James. Like, oh, Brace is in his room. We knocked on the door. He didn't answer. Like, we've not heard him speak that much sure. to James. So, uh, yeah, he might just be telling him the basic facts, but he's still speaking more to him than he has the whole time. And we see get, we see Chumley get denied at the door. And we see that. Yeah. We see the <laughs> door shut come in, in his and face. boom, yep. Um, but we uh, need to wrap things up, so let's get to predictions for the finale. What do you guys want to see? What do you think is going to happen, and what do you mostly want to see come to a conclusion? I just, I want, I just want to see the mic drop. I just want to see with, uh, you know, with Delaney and Sir Strange in that room, some a big, big mic drop, and say like, "Dude, these are all the things I did. You're screwed." Yeah, I'd love something to see the mic drop. Something that's going to blow my mind, though. I want it to be something that has been going on that we've just been missing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something that could where you're be like, "How did I together. not see this the yeah, whole time?" Exactly. I feel like Who it will be shot JR? Like it will be something that's mind blowing. They're too young to get that. I know, reference. I know. It's a good reference. Is that from Dallas? Yes. I can tell you who shot JR. Do you know who shot JR? No, I just know the reference. It was a sister in law. It was a sister in law. Sorry, I spoiled it for um, all you guys. Spoil! I've been waiting to watch it. What do you think? Alert. I think. Spoiler alert! In the next episode. I don't know if we're going to tie up as many loose ends as we would want. I agree with you. I think there's going to be another season. Is there? I don't know. But I think that we will see... There has to be a Zilpha conclusion. She can't just be let go. There has to be a Robert reveal. We can't just let that go either. There has to be a specific Robert reveal with an acknowledgement 
even if it's a look of I know, you know, you know, I know, I know, you know, I know. Boom. And I feel like we've had that. I, I think we also should commend Zilpha's craziness in this episode, the eyes. <laughs> outdid Delaney. But I can't see Zilpha also not coming to some type of conclusion. So tormented a soul just remaining I tormented. I, I can't. I don't think we have any use for her anymore. I think she I honestly think she might off herself. Oh. Ooh, okay. That's so, your prediction. I mean so she doesn't she have Ophelia, a use for herself. She's either. Ophelia. I, what? She doesn't have a use for herself either. No, I mean, literally, and I'm not just saying that because I, I, of any way I feel, she, there's no purpose. You, you've felt like this, and so you understand how she feels. I get it. What? But but that was completely. Uh, I meant because, like, literally, there's no and purpose she, for her anymore in James's life, in her own life. That she, right. hey, she's no, never dude, she's got two diamonds. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like you she had two diamonds. No, I did get it. It just was like really yeah. had no. It didn't make sense with no. anything we were saying. If she has two diamonds. She can go yeah. to Paris. There's always Paris. Two diamonds. Paris. Well, not right Doesn't. now though, because yeah. Napoleon. We don't want to go to Paris. Okay. No. Okay. Anyway, guys, thanks for joining us this evening. We can't wait for the finale with you next week. Go ahead and leave us some finale. comments. What? I won't be here. That's all the comments are going to be. Is why is Tehran not there? That's no one's going to watch. Actually, you guys do a phenomenal job on the show, each and every um, one of you. So and I love your opinions and your your thoughts, even though they're wrong. No, I think you guys are great. So everyone who says that, they're just missing a fourth voice. It's a voice that I state something. You guys all have a lot to contribute. And, of course, there's Rick's voice, which is... It's beautiful. Amazing. That's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> and we love when our viewers contribute, so please contribute away in the comment box. And go ahead and like our YouTube, our uh, Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and nothing less than four stars. Yeah, counts. suck it off in the comments, <laughs> right? <laughs> you can I find me on all life. social media at Abigail Frere. And I'm Olivia Gavry. Follow me at The Real OG. <laughs> And I am Tehran all across the social media atmosphere. Please find me Mondays and Thursdays, 10 p.m. at the Laugh Factory. And listen to my radio show, Imperfect Gentleman, on Dash and XM Radio. Thank you. And I am a dangerous man. And you can find me on all social media, at Rick Hong. You actually are the opposite of a dangerous man. <laughs> Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Get us all set. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 